Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the Low Bottom High Rise podcast with me, your host, Moira Kassaba. And today it's going to get real, like really real. Um, This episode is going to get super personal for me and we are going to pull back the curtain on all things hormones, menopause, perimenopause, all the things. And I need to preface it by saying this, this is all simply my experience. I have gone down the rabbit hole in the last mm, maybe six months, um, learning a lot, right? Doctor's appointments, testing, all the things. Um, But I still still feel like I don't know enough. Um, So this is not me trying to educate you at all from a medical standpoint or anything. Um, Really, really, truly what I want to give you today is just right where I'm at, like right where I'm at today in the beginning of this journey. Um, and, you know, I'm I'm sure there will be follow-up episodes. And I definitely have some incredible, incredible friends and doctors in my life um, that I'm so grateful for that they know all the science, they know all the data, they know all the the numbers about things. Um, and they are going to be, you know, I'm going to bring them into the show to kind of give you that side of things from the expert um, point of view and perspective. But today we're just going to dig in because I think this is such an important conversation to have. And again, it's just going to be really what I've experienced thus far. Um, because what I'm always looking for is like, what what did, what did it start out like, right? What did it feel like in the beginning? What were your symptoms? What were you going through? How old were you? What what did it feel like in month one? Or if you went on hormones, what like what did it feel like on day one? What did it feel like on, in week one, week two, all of that? And so that's the perspective I'm sharing with you. Um, and we're going to start here. I am 46 years old and I would say, let's see, it's February. I would say six, six to nine months ago, six to nine months ago, I will totally own the fact that I really just thought like, good Lord. I mean, the, the amount of chatter, right, um, in my age group and the amount of conversation it's just like, all I hear about is hormones everywhere, right? All I hear about is menopause, perimenopause, hormones, da, 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 da. everybody has courses, everybody has, you know, things. And it's, it's like literally so overwhelming. And I just thought like, gosh, I, is, and I will own this, like, are people making this a bigger deal than it really needs to be? And I say that not to discount anybody. I say that just from that's kind of where I was like, I, you know, I'm 46 years old and, and, and there's a fault of mine to this too, that kind of backfired on me that I'm getting to. Um, but I will say now I get it. Now I get it. And also everyone's personal experience is so personal and so different that we can never, you know, label anything. We can never generalize this. Um, I think it is such an incredibly different experience for every single person. And that's something I've learned. Um, even with, you know, people that might try hormones and and their women are going to be affected radically wildly differently. And it might work for some people and it might not work for other people. So let's start here. 
Um, and this is where I'm like, guys, we're getting real. I'm just sharing. I'm sharing some stuff. Men, boys, you might want you might want to turn off. You might want to turn the channel. Um, but this is what I will say: is that back in September, I actually um, just randomly had happened to be kind of committing on a really high level to just a, a more dialed in nutrition approach. And it was a 90 day um, program. And so I did that. And it just so happened. It just so happened to literally coincide like to the week with my first miss period, like just now I now I realize it's just, you know, it it was the first time it became irregular because I've always been regular to the point, guys, where no joke, like this had never happened to me before. I was terrified I was pregnant because <laughs> this has never happened to me before. And I wasn't thinking menopause. I wasn't thinking perimenopause. You know, I don't know why I wasn't thinking that, but I wasn't thinking that. And um, funny story. I was like, I cannot go into a drugstore in the town I live in and buy a pregnancy test. Someone's either going to think it's for me or they're going to think it's for my, you know, preteen daughter. And so I Amazon primed one like overnight. Um, and thank the Lord, praise Jesus. I was not pregnant. Um, and I just thought, what in the world? Like what, what's going on? I, I don't know what's going on. Anyway, it showed up like, you know, a month later, my period that is, but here's the crazy thing. And this is, I know what so many people have experienced. My nutrition went from kind of loosey goosey to, like super nutritious and clean and intentional. And I, I felt so good because of the nutrition like plan that I was on. But I literally just started gaining like one pound. Actually, it wasn't even one pound. It was like five pounds. <laughs> I like got on the scale one day. I was like, wait, what? Like, I, I don't even understand. I And this is the conundrum, right? I'm eating cleaner. I'm eating better. I'm walking more. I'm doing all these things. How did I just gain five pounds? And then, you know, a week or two later, it's like, wait, how, how is it now seven pounds? And then eight, like what is happening? And it didn't really dawn on me um, because all of these symptoms, a number one, I had kind of pushed under, like I had swept them under the, the, the rug and not in a way where I was ignoring them. I was tackling them, right? I am a type A driven Enneagram three high performance coach. Like give me a problem and I will like kick its butt. Right. And so a lot of the things now, this took me time, but now that I look back, even over the last couple of years, I'm like, Oh, Oh, was that, that's a symptom of perimenopause, menopause. And that's, you know, could possibly have been a hormone imbalance. For example, acne. So I always like get like random breakouts and I always literally attribute it to like, good gosh, like it's just the, the roads getting narrower. If I eat bad, if I eat sugar, if I like eat way off plan for two days, like a hundred percent chance at this stage in the game, I will get like almost like cystic acne, like one or two, like right in my kind of chin lower face. And I've always heard that's kind of hormonal acne hello, wake up. I didn't even connect the dots. But I'll tell you why I didn't connect the dots. Because that's always been there a little bit in my adult life, you know? And it's hard. It's like, 
It's like, you know, the frog that you boil and he doesn't jump out of the water because he's just slowly, it's such a bad um, visual, but it's like he doesn't realize he's being boiled, right? When things happen so little by little by little over years, and and that may or may not, I mean, my hormones may have changed overnight. I don't know. Um, but I think for me, it was a gradual process. And some of these things, I just didn't connect the dots. The weight gain happened what seemed like overnight, literally. Um, but the other things were were a little bit more elusive. And I'm actually going to pull this up for you guys right now because I think this is so important. Um, I want to read you this checklist because I was just not paying attention. And here's the funny thing. Acne is the first one on the check on the checklist. Symptoms experience acne. Yes, right? I wasn't connecting the dots. Allergies, didn't have that. Anxiety, didn't have that. Bloating, again, I was connecting it to my, my body just like all kind of, I don't even know if I ever consciously thought it, but like aging, right? Like, oh, I get more bloated more easily. Like gluten doesn't agree with me as much as it, you know, back in the day I could. Here's the funny one. I told you where you're getting real. Body odor, body odor. And this is where I'm telling you, I just tackle problems and solve them. And I didn't realize that I was possibly doing myself a disservice. So like two years ago, I was like, I literally, y'all don't sweat. Like ask my husband, I don't sweat. Like I can work out super hardcore. I don't know if I just don't have as many sweat glands as most people, but I don't sweat. And all of a sudden, a couple of years ago, I was like, what in the world? Like literally I can like smell myself like bad. And I was like, okay, like find the best deodorant, get the clinical, you know, which is also probably toxic for you as well. Probably hear some, something from some listeners there, but I got like the clinical, whatever treatment, you know, the deodorant. And so I used it day one. I'm like, well, that's all that problem. And so a lot of things I was just putting band-aids on that I didn't realize, right? I'm going to keep going through these symptoms. Breast pain, didn't have that. Brain fog or memory lapses or difficulty concentrating. Now, this is so hard, right? Because I'm like, I am busy. I am like running kids in a million different directions. I've got five businesses that I run. Like, of course, I have difficult, like, it's just so hard to compare it to what maybe you felt like 10 years ago, because it's like, you're, you live with yourself every day. You live in your own brain every day, right? Um, brittle nails, who knows, because I always get mine done. Burning mouth. I had never heard of that. Sensation of burning in the mouth or the tongue. Definitely not that. Depression, definitely not that. Digestive problems. This kind of goes back to bloating, right? Changes in gastrointestinal function, including gas, indigestion, and nausea. So definitely no nausea, but like that bloated, I mean, hello, bloating is a problem with your digestive system. So that was there. Dizziness, no. Dry skin. And this is interesting. I've had insanely dry skin my whole entire life. So again, like, is it worse or is it winter? You know, like it's hard, it's hard to see. It's hard to, it's hard to tell. Um, but I could definitely check that box. Electric shocks. Definitely no for me. Um, fatigue again, like aren't all mamas that run lots of businesses and just mamas period. Aren't we all tired? You know? So it's, again, it's hard to connect the dots. Um, hair loss or thinning. Now this, this was one that I somewhat noticed, not to the point where like it was, you know, impacting the quality of my life. I mean, it was just, you know, like I was like, oh, 
Like, why do I have all these baby hairs standing up on my head, you know? And, and why is there more like hair in the shower drain? That was something that I one day was kind of like, oh, that's interesting. Um, headaches, no. Hot flashes, no. But I did have, and this is again where I kind of have to laugh at myself, night sweats. So when I was meeting with my doctor, who is a hormone specialist, she was like, oh, so when did your night, or she said, when did your hot flashes start? And I was like, oh, I don't have hot flashes. And she's like, but you just said that you used to wake up in the middle of the night and you would be like sopping wet. And I was like, oh yeah, but I fixed that. I got a mattress cooling pad and like done. Like now I don't have that. (laughs) It's just so crazy to me that I'm like, oh my gosh, my overzealousness to just conquer things has definitely like led me astray, right? Um, So I'll keep going. Irregular incontinence, bladder issues, no for me, irregular heartbeat. And I'm just listing these out for you guys to say, oh my gosh, maybe I didn't realize that was a thing or that was related. Irregular periods, that started for me six months ago. Irritability, really hard to tell, right? Is that hormones or is that just life? Itchy skin. I've, like I said, I've always had really dry skin. So I don't know about itchy, but dry skin is itchy. Um, Joint pain. It's so funny as I was kind of researching for this exact podcast. When I came across that, I was like, oh my gosh, my elbows have been killing me. And I thought it's because again, I'm like, well, I'm lifting really heavy weights right now. And I just thought my elbows are, you know, incredibly like the joints are getting kind of like over, um, overworked because the weights are so heavy, but I was like, oh, oh, here we go again. Maybe, maybe it's not the weights. Um, Loss of libido. I can definitely agree with that one. And some of these are very similar, like mood swings. We talked about anxiety, depression, things like that. Muscle tension. Again, going back to the weight thing, I'm like all the days I think I'm really, really sore. Am I sore from working out or am I sore because my whole body's like, you know, out of whack? Um, osteoporosis that runs in my family, panic disorders, sleep disorders, tingling extremities. This is a big one that I hear a lot about, and this is not an issue for me, but vaginal dryness. Estimated 40 to 60% of women suffer from that when they're going through these changes. Here's another one. Again, I just thought this happened with age and maybe it does, but vision changes and dry eyes. Um, I have never needed glasses in my entire life. I haven't needed readers, none of it. The last year, all of a sudden I need readers. And here's the crazy thing that I was like, whoa, the dry eyes thing. Just in the last year, I will blink sometimes at night and I'm like, ah, oh, like I've got to like open my eyelids. And guys, I know a lot of people like have eye drops and that's kind of a common thing. We've never had eye drops in my house in my entire 46 years of living. Like eye drops don't even exist in my house. That's how much like I've literally never had, I've never crossed my mind that your eyes could be dry. Like just not a thing, but now it kind of is. And then last but not least, waking, 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 which I think is the thing that so often pushes us over the edge of seeking help. So here's where I went. So I did, um, a couple rounds of the Dutch test. You can look that up. It's in a way more comprehensive, but some doctors would say, you know, some doctor doctors would be like, ah, I don't like the Dutch test. It's a little alternative. Um, and then some people say the Dutch test is the most comprehensive. You're always going to get different opinions, but I did a Dutch test that showed me that my, um, 
hormones were like non-existent, specifically progesterone and testosterone. Um, estrogen was kind of okay. And I was like, oh, but I, but I felt because I'm such a mindset person, I also felt at that moment when I looked at these like rock bottom numbers, I was like, but I feel fine. Like, I'm not going to do anything about it. I'm not going to go put something in my body because honestly, I kind of feel fine. This was like right when the weight gain was beginning. So I wasn't really feeling that yet. Um, and so I just thought like mind over matter, like I got this, you know, I, I really do. Obviously it's what I teach and believe and, and preach. It's like, I really do believe that we can overcome so much mentally and what we focus on grows and what we, you know, all blah, 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 like neuroplasticity, all the things. Um, so I, I initially was like, well, I'm not going to do anything about this because I mean, I don't, I, I feel fine. Like I wouldn't have ever thought to go get hormone replacement and uh, I just happened to take this Dutch test and I was like, wow, that's interesting. I wouldn't have thought that. Then the weight gain started, then more kind of symptoms started. But I also started on a regimen of supplements, things like ashwagandha, rhodiola, things that are scientifically, you know, proven to help um, balance out your hormone levels. And I did see a lot of improvement, a lot of improvement. But the interesting thing was the levels came up on that second Dutch test that I took, which was awesome. But I, felt in a way like not worse. I think I was just starting to connect the dots. Right. And the weight kept coming. And I was like, this is not fun. Um, and the acne got worse. Like things, there were a couple of those symptoms that just seemed to worsen, even though my levels got a little bit better. So I was like, okay, I got to go down the rabbit hole. I got to dig into this a little bit. And what I started to do was my own research and what blew my mind, and this kind of sounds silly to even say, but what blew my mind was I didn't understand that even if you felt fine, if your hormone levels were completely whacked, right? Like completely bottomed out for me, progesterone and testosterone specifically, very specifically testosterone, um, that that put me at risk for major health issues down the road. And like, I remember reading this one afternoon and I was like, oh, oh my God, like, wait, wait, what? Like, I don't feel horrible enough to, to, and I'm just like not a doctor medicine person. Like I'm not quick to go to the doctor, quick to, you know, take medicine and stuff like that. Just my opinion. Um, but I thought, wait a second, by not going, by not digging deeper on this and going to consult a physician, this research is showing me that I'm really, really, really putting myself at risk for heart problems and all kinds of things, right? Heart disease, just, you know, it's the biggest number one killer of women. Hello. And so I thought, oh my gosh, I, I need to like make some phone calls. I need to talk to some people and get to the bottom of this. So here we are, right? I go ahead and, well, I start doing all the things that we women and mamas do. We call all the people, right? All of our friends. We start asking for referrals. We start asking information. Um, and one of, and again, I'm just giving you my opinion and experience and what I've heard. So these aren't necessarily even things I know to be true or believe, 
but I think it's really important information to pass along. So one of my dear friends is a very respected OBGYN. And the funny thing is I texted her and I was like, this probably bears more than a text message. And of course she responded like, uh, yeah, can't answer these questions in a text message. But one of the things she immediately said was, listen, she said, there is a hormone center on almost every block in our town. And she said, what I know, meaning what she knew was, she said, if you go to one of those places, you will 100% be sold on it. Like, you know, it's just, you're going to get hope and you're going to find, you know, answers. And, and she said, just her experience, she said that they, in their OBJYN office, fix a lot of people that have gone to hormone centers and gotten even kind of in a worse, worse situation. Right. And then they've had to kind of, uh, uh, fix that for a lot of women. So again, she's also saying like, I'm not saying every single one of them is bad or that I don't advise that, or it's the worst thing ever. She said, it's just their experience. So I really value her opinion. And so what I ended up doing was kind of, um, going down the middle road, right? I found a doctor that wasn't like a, a hormone center or a hormone clinic. And I found a, a doctor that is just a solo practice with a nurse practitioner, but this is her focus. This is her specialty. This is the only thing that she does, right? Women's health, menopause, per perimenopause, hormones, all that. So I kind of, again, chose that like where, you know, I wanted somebody that specialized in it, but after I talked to my girlfriend, I was like, oh, I don't necessarily know if I want to walk down that path. And here's the thing about anything medical. It's like, it's like if I bring my car into the shop, you know, all, I've just got to kind of trust what you're telling me. Like I've got to obviously trust my own body. That's most important, but I don't know what I don't know. You know, this is not my area of expertise. So when you tell me something I kind of just got to go with it if if that's what you're telling me the science is. And I think there's so many opinions and there's so many different schools of thought. And that's the hardest part in navigating all of this. I feel really confident in my doctor. I, I just absolutely adore her. I think she um, really listens and explained a lot of things to me, you know, and and we kind of went through like, um, you know, the estrogen, the progesterone, the testosterone, those are the three main hormones that are affected. And, you know, there's such thing as estrogen dominance, right? When your estrogen gets out of whack and goes too high. And it was interesting because she actually thought before we tested, she's like, I kind of think that might be where you're at because of the acne and, you know, blah, 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 blah. It actually wasn't where I was at. So it's just so fascinating, right? So I just go to like a lab core, I get my blood drawn, I do it. And I did like an entire panel. Like I didn't just do hormones. I did every single thing you can possibly do because why not, right? Um, get down to the bottom of it. And what I found out, oh, let me backpedal though. And again, hindsight's twenty twenty. So as I'm sitting there in her office and she's just having this like super in-depth, thorough conversation with me, she um, asked me, or I just kind of offered up. I was like, yeah, I thought that I, you know, like five years ago, I, I really thought that I had major hormone issues because I was feeling back then like a lunatic, like a crazy person, like on the brink of just rage, right? Like that kept bubbling up for me. And that's so not me. 
And I was sharing about that on, you know, my social media platforms and just literally dozens and dozens and dozens, if not hundreds of messages of support and help from women that I appreciate so much that were like, it's hormones, it's hormones, it's hormones, it's hormones, go get your hormones checked. So back then, five years ago, hindsight's 2020, I called a doctor, you know, just a general practitioner who really does specialize in women's health, but not necessarily hormones. And I said, this is what it's going on. And I'm losing my mind. I'm on the brink of tears. I'm like ragey. And she's like, well, let's run your hormones. And so she did. And this current new doctor said, and I said, they were normal. Like she told me they were normal, that it wasn't my hormones. And she looked at me and she said, let me guess. She put you on an antidepressant. And I said, yes, she did. And then I quickly just went off of it. Not quickly, but I went off of it very shortly thereafter, just because I was like, I don't think this is working. I don't. Anyway, I'm not suggesting meds, no meds, all the things like there's a place for meds a hundred percent. But I ended up just, just kind of phasing out of that and just managing my symptoms. Right. And the interesting thing, and this is really important, is that my current new doctor said, where'd you get those labs drawn? (laughs) And she pulls out her computer and she like goes down the rabbit hole because she can see the labs from five years ago. And she said, yep, it's absolutely what I thought. She said, your hormones were absolutely off five years ago. That's why you were feeling all of those things. But traditional medicine, traditional metrics will say, if you're in this wide range, you're fine. You know, if you're in this other wide range of the next hormone, you're fine. And she's like, you are like literally in this crazy wide spectrum, like on the, on the very like ledge. Right. And so it really depends on who is reading your results and what their knowledge is. And the other thing I want to go back to, um, before I kind of go into my results, cause that's irrelevant really. And, and I just want to share what they were and what I'm doing just, you know, because I'm always curious of that myself. But the other thing that I was reading research-wise, and man, y'all, like I went down the rabbit hole. Um, Dr. Mary Claire, M-A-R-Y-C-L-A-I-R-E, I believe, Dr. Mary Claire on Instagram. And, you know, she's phenomenal. She's actually a friend of my OBGYN. So there's like a degree of separation there. She is probably the person that I have found um, that has the most research-based, you know, just knowledge out there and wealth of information for women to peruse. Um, so I, I really went down, you know, that, and what I kept finding was that the sooner you, if you're going on HRT hormone replacement therapy, the sooner you do that, the more in front of it you get, the better your overall health is in the long run. We're talking like cardiovascular heart, all these things, right? We're not just talking about like, I feel bad in the moment and this is going to pass and I'm going to muscle through it. We're talking about, you know, the effects long-term on, on when we're in our sixties and our seventies and our eighties and beyond that, hopefully. And so that's what really made me go like, oh my gosh, I, I need to find a doctor, right? I need to get to the bottom of this because if they are out of whack, even if I feel okay, that might not be okay. And I'm doing myself a disservice the longer I wait. At least that's what the research was telling me. So I went, got all the the huge extensive panel done. Um, Estrogen, super, super, I'm sorry, 
um, progesterone, progesterone, (laughs) I can't even talk today. It's been a long day. Super low. Estrogen's shockingly normal and testosterone like bottomed out. (laughs) Like, like, do you have any? Um, and so my doctor, and this is again, not what I'm recommending for anybody. I'm just giving you my experience. My doctor recommended, let's put you on progesterone and testosterone, um, bioidentical hormones. And the, let me think this through. So in the morning, I just put four little droplets, right? Like on my inner wrist for the testosterone. It's a very, very low dose. Cause again, my first concern was, wait testosterone? Like, am I going to grow a beard? Am I going to like, you know, start breaking out? Am I going to gain weight? Like what, what? Ah! And she's like, no, 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 no. Like we're just hoping to bring yours up to relatively normal for a 45 year old, right? We're not trying to get you back to where you were at 25 or even 35, but like, you're so out of whack. We need to balance this out. It's affecting so much. Um, and the progesterone is just a pill right at night before I go to bed. And I don't know if this is placebo effect or or not, but progesterone is supposed to help with sleep. And again, hindsight 2020, I have like, I'm always taking some type of natural sleep supplement, um, melatonin of some type, um, all the vitamins and supplements that, you know, help with sleep. And since I started taking this literally a week ago, I'm just going to bed at night for the first time in probably, I mean, I look back at the last 10 years of my life and again, you just, normal becomes normal, abnormal becomes normal, right? It's, it's just, you just learn to adapt and live with these, these things. I, I have such a hard time falling asleep. Once I am asleep, I could sleep for 12 hours. Like don't wake me up in the morning. I mean, I get up at 5.30 in the morning, but like if I'm on vacation or something, when people, when I travel with my friends, I'm like, gosh, I'm in a different time zone and I just woke up at four o'clock. I'm like, never my problem. Never my problem. I can sleep 10, 11 hours anywhere in the world that I am in any time zone, but I have insane, like I cannot turn it off at night. I, I get like a second wind, like adrenaline rush, like my mind's going a million miles an hour. I can be exhausted all day. And I get into bed at 10 o'clock at night and I'm like, I can't go to sleep until 12, 1230. You know, it's usually a, a long stretch of time before I fall asleep. And again, I don't know if it's the placebo effect or not, but um, I'm going to sleep. I'm going to sleep at night when I shut my eyes. Like that's a miracle, right? And sleep affects everything, everything. And so I was hesitant to do this podcast so early, literally a week in, but I found myself Googling every day this week, like what were the first effects? What did I feel in the first week? Like how long does this take? What what was your experience in the last, in the first few days? And um, the jury's out, right? The jury's not out. The jury's in. It takes time. Like everybody's like, it's, it's not an overnight thing, right? It's going to take time. Um, and so if you were to ask me, do I feel different one weekend? The answer is no, um, besides the sleep thing, right? But sleep, again, it affects everything. Um, so my jury's still out on how is this going to make me feel different? Like, I kind of think that my experience and so many people's experience is probably like, I had no idea how bad I felt until I felt better. You know, like that's a common theme in my life, I think. 
Um, sometimes when I've battled like seasons of, and I wouldn't even call it depression for me. It's just like seasons of real funk, seasons of confusion, seasons of uncertainty, seasons where I'm not clear on things. When I get the clarity, I'm like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize how I was living these past three months, six months, you know? And, and I think, and I hope that that is going to be my experience here. Um, but I wanted to take you on the journey. I wanted to share with you from day one. Um, and, and I don't think there's any right way, wrong way, you know, to go about this at all. Um, I think it's so important to honor every single woman's individual body and, and story and struggle and whatever she chooses is, is she is free to choose, right? There's all kinds of different like injections, pellets, creams, pills, all the things. I just think it's so important that we as women support each other in whatever we each feel is right for us and just share, you know, what is working or maybe what didn't work for you and, and what does work for one person might not work for some, somebody else and what didn't work for somebody might work for me, you know? Um, so, so cheers to the journey. Cheers to the journey. Um, like I said, I will definitely 100% do a follow-up show on kind of where I am maybe a month from now. Um, and then definitely also be on the lookout for some insanely knowledgeable, amazing experts that are going to come in and be able to give us not just experience, but really evidence-based research and all the science and all the cutting edge knowledge and all the cutting edge research that's literally happening like right now, they're going to be on the show. So stay tuned for that. Thank you for listening, guys. Um, message me, DM me on Instagram, shoot me an email. I would love, 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 love to hear your thoughts on this episode, um, your experience, and anything of value that you have to share. Bring it my way. Thanks for listening, you guys. Tag me in this episode if you would, and I will see you next week.